Welcome to Energize Radio, a radio program sponsored by Energize International. The vision of Energize International is to ignite a fire in the hearts of people to do the works that Jesus did. My name is Randy Eplin, and I'm a missionary living in Estonia, and I'm your host here for this next 30 minutes. Our focus in this broadcast is to ignite a fire in your heart for the people of the world. Now, what's unique about this broadcast? Well, it is taped in Tallinn, Estonia. Estonia being a former Soviet bloc nation that gained its independence in 1991. I live along with my wife and three children here in Estonia as a missionary, and I've been here for four years, and we're excited about what God's doing here in Estonia and throughout the world. So don't touch that radio dial and get ready to have your heart stirred up and ignited for the people of the world. We finished the program last week with uh, a question, and I just want to start today's program uh, with this question, and that is this. What are you doing with your life that's eternal? After you die, what's going to live on? You see, uh, so much of the time, you know, people tell me, they say, well, you know, you know, Pastor Randy, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for God to show me what to do. I'm waiting for God to show me where to go and show me this and show me that. And I'm not going to do anything until God tells me, until God speaks to me. And, and I want to challenge you today, you see, because I believe he already has spoken. I'm going to say it. It is a pet peeve of mine. And uh, this is my radio program. And I want to get, I, I want to get this across to you because I want to, I want to, I want to encourage you. I want to spark your thinking about the call of God, about the plan of God for your life. You see, because the Bible's plain, we've got the written word of God tells us what to do. Uh, you know what, if the Holy Spirit never led us another minute, if, if, if we didn't have the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in our lives, you know, we have the Word of God. You know, and I think a lot of people, they, uh, they take a look at the Word of God and they, instead of the Great Commission, which is to go into all the world and preach the gospel, they look at the Word of God and they go, oh, that must be, that's the Great Suggestion. <laughs> that's, that's a great suggestion there, Jesus, to, to go into all the world. But, huh, you know, you, you, know you, you don't mean me now, do you? You, you? you couldn't mean me. You know, that's, that's for people like Randy to do or, or people like, you know, another missionary that you know that, you know, those are the ones that they got it really, really bad for God. And, you know, they just got to go out there and, and, and they, got, they got something they got to do. Well, you know, I, 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 I challenge you today by asking you that question. What's God called you to do? What's his plan for your life? Because if you don't know the answer to that, then you're listening to the right broadcast today because we want to help you. You know, I've got Pastor Raymond here on the program uh, with me. Uh, again, the regular fixture here on Energize Radio. And, you know, I just appreciate you listening to this broadcast on Saturday afternoon each and every week. And, you know, our focus is, uh, our focus is to, to ignite a fire in your heart for the people of the world. Yes, Randy, this is very true. Uh, last broadcast you mentioned, uh, 20, uh, Proverbs 23, 7, which says that as the man thinks in his heart, so is he. It, uh, it seems uh, very simple, but, but uh, it is actually very complex 
because this is very true as the man thinks in his heart so is he or is she so if we don't understand then then the purpose of of uh, this broadcast is to to help you and 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 stir your thinking and and uh, and help you to understand that uh, that what what we think about ourselves and and what is going on in our lives and and our destiny with god if this is limited then all our actions are limited because as we see ourselves uh, that's what we are actually doing in our life so if if we can help you to to stand up and really even ask those questions and then who I am and what I supposed to do and can I really make any difference and seeing all this chaos around us and it seems so hopeless and what can I do one person but we cannot uh, underestimate the power of God in us and and he has given us directions and as we also mentioned last time that he has given us all of us, the Ministry of Recon- Reconciliation, uh, which is very powerful ministry, which we simply introduce God to other people. And uh, we don't have to appear as God, or we, ha- we don't have to be more than we are. We just introduce the all-powerful person uh, to other people, and, and, and God will take care of himself we just have to be willing to to be good example and and not uh, misrepresent him and uh, and and tell them ab- about Jesus Amen. And, and he's going to do the job you know as as you were talking pastor Raymond i'm reminded i was thinking about my own life uh, uh 20 years ago um i well re- oh goodness 22 years ago <laughs> <laughs> the years just keep piling up, praise the Lord. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, I may be getting older, but I'm also getting better. And uh, those of you that are listening that are getting a little older, you can just go ahead and borrow that from me here today. But uh, I was thinking years ago about my life, and uh, I, uh, I just, uh, we're, we're talking about, you know, how, how do you go about fulfilling that plan, that, that plan of God for your life? What, what are some things that you can do tangibly? And one of the things that you can do that we've been discussing is you can see yourself as God sees you because uh, we function as we see ourselves. Uh, And and as Pastor Raymond already said, it's such a, in one one sense, it's such a simple phrase, but in a larger sense and in a deeper sense, my goodness, if we don't get that, then we miss the plan. It's very important that we see ourselves as ministers, that we are, are, we are all called to the word of reconciliation in our lives. Uh, you know, but the other thing, another, another point that I want to bring out here on the program today is, you know, uh, we cannot underestimate the power and the authority of the pastoral office in our lives. The pastoral, that, that, uh, that pastoral mantle that has been placed over us uh, that we receive into our lives to help us to become everything that Jesus wants us to become. I was thinking that in my life, you know, um, probably if it weren't for my pastor, I'd probably today I would be a, you know, a pipe smoking, liberal thinking kind of guy, you know, because that's, uh, 
you know, I was, I, I was, I was grew up in an intellectual atmosphere and, uh, you know, where education was very, very, was very much valued. And, uh, I still, I value education, but I don't value education at the expense of my heart. But I think education is a, is a good thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it was interesting because the Lord led me to go to a place and, and, and hooked me in with a pastor that had a completely different personality than me. I'm talking night and day different. I'm talking, you know, I didn't understand this man and he did not understand me. <laughs> it was really, it was really quite humorous. And, uh, you know, and he, he may even be listening to the broadcast right now and he's probably chuckling going, yep, amen to that. You know, for the first five to seven years that I attended my, my pastor's church, uh, uh, I tell you, we'd, um, we'd get together. We didn't have anything to talk about. You know, because our, our different, our, our lives were so different. What he valued, what he liked to do and what I like to do were like night and day. But, you know, God put me with this person to teach me some things and to train me and show me some things in my life. And I, I tell you, I, if it wasn't for my pastor, I wouldn't be in ministry today. I know I wouldn't. I, I, I would, uh, uh, like I said, I'd be doing something and it'd probably be a good thing. You know, but um, I would not be serving the Lord, you know, because he opened the scriptures to me. He showed me what Pastor Raymond is, is sharing, what he shared last week and what he's sharing, you know, with us today that, man, you know, we are called to that ministry of reconciliation, you know, and I began to see that once I saw that, you know, with, uh, with, 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 with the rhema, with uh, <laughs> with revelation knowledge of the word of God, I began to function and see myself that way. And then I began to realize there's a call on my life to build the kingdom of God. And see, had my pastor not preached the word of God and not shown me that God wants us to serve him with every ounce, every fiber of our being, I would have never, I, 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 I'd probably go to church. I'd, I'd be, you know, I'd be counted as one of the tens of thousands of nominal Christians in the world that, you know, that, you know, I go to church, you know, when it's convenient, you know, if, my, you know, if it's Easter, if my wife, you know, harasses me long enough to say, you know, you really ought to go to church today because the, the kids need to see you in church. And I'm like, oh, all right, I'll go. And, and you know, if you're listening today and that's you, I, I tell you what, I want you to think about this in your life. I want you to think about this, um, this tension in your life, because, you know, I know people, I got people that come to my church here in Estonia. I'm a pastor here of, of the international church here in Estonia. And, uh, I've got good people coming, but you know, things come up and they, Oh, Randy, I was tired. I was tired this Sunday, brother. I'm really sorry that I just, I just needed to sleep this is Sunday, you know, and I'm like, well, man, take a day off from work and sleep. Don't take a day off with God. But, you know, I think that, but I didn't say that um, to them, although I did say it on the radio with you. Uh, you know, I love people and I want people to, uh, to know that, that God loves them and I love them too. But, you know, there is more in God than just a superficial nominal relationship. Yes, Randy, you certainly touched a serious subject <laughs> with that. Uh, we know that uh, discipline is not a very common word. Uh, and uh, of course, on our jobs, we are forced to be disciplined because uh, it is required 
from our boss uh, in order to make their living and keep the job and so on. But in the kingdom of God, really, our boss is invisible and we, we don't see his face and we really don't sense his action so much. He just has given us certain commands and directions in the world and we can just close the book and ignore it. But uh, this is very true uh, because uh, um, the, the success in the kingdom of God st starts from these basic things that we have to... We have to belong to a local church. We have to submit to a pastors, uh, and we need to seek guidance from God uh, where we should go. And certainly, we we should go somewhere where the full counsel of God is preached and taught, uh, where the Spirit of God has liberty uh, to move, so we could grow in the right and good environment. But we certainly have to submit to a man of God for several reasons because the mantle of the pastor, it's, it, is, this is our, it is like our protection, this is our covering. The pastor has anointing to minister to us, to, to, to pray for us, to, it's just needed. It's, it's biblical, it is absolutely needed. And, and I know, and probably you know people who don't go to churches. They don't have local body where they belong. It's like one uh, lady in my church told very well. She she visited our church for a long period of time, and then she said she 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 felt that that she's getting in trouble with God because God told her to to join the church. I just don't be a, a free club member you need to join the church and then when she did she 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 had such powerful experience and and she was she gave her testimony in front of church she said now i got married today i got married i got Praise married God. to this church i have uh, it is my church now i uh, I am part of it. I I am I am responsible. I uh, I carry this uh, with me now. I'm I'm married to this church. It's very important. You are part of a a living body, part of the structure. You you carry responsibility. You carry the hurts. You you carry the care. Uh, it's 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 your place. So it is very important. And 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 if you don't have one, you even don't know what you are missing. Plus, you are out of line with God then God cannot bless you. People don't realize that. And people are, if you are not under word-believing and word-preaching and, and spirit-led pastor, you can be led off very easily because nobody's out there to control you, and, uh, not in a bad meaning. But you, nobody's checking on you and you really don't have any accountability. And everything what you're re uh, receiving, so-called in the spirit, you think this is right? And it might not be. Because you are just by yourself and, and, and since you are not linked to the body, you really don't belong anywhere. And it's just you don't have any function in the body as such. And God is building up the body. So it is very, very, very important, as you said, Randy. It is important, Pastor Raymond, and I, you know, uh, I, I, I like, I like the way you said what you said when you said control, because that word control is a really loaded word. I mean, there's a lot of people and they don't want anybody to control anything in their life, you know. But uh, you know, the word control, you know, it does have a negative connotation, but it can have a positive 
connotation as well. Uh, if you have somebody that has control over you that loves you and, and is looking out for you, um, then you trust that. You trust that in your life. You know, um, uh, I just want to share Hebrews thirteen seventeen. It says, obey them that have rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch over your souls as they must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief for that is unprofitable for you. I tell you, there's so many people that I, I meet people that they resist, um, they resist hooking in with a local church. They just resist it. Because they don't trust, because they've gotten hurt in the past, because something's happened to them. And see, you know, one of the things that I encourage people to do is when they're getting, when they're looking for a church is, man, get to know the leader, you know, and ask him to go to lunch with you, you know, and, and, and talk to him, ask him what their vision is, ask him what, talk to him about where they've been, where they're at, where they're going, ask, get to know them, you know, get to know the person that, that is leading you, uh, your pastor, and uh, I tell you what, they got nothing to hide. If they do, don't go to their church. <laughs> go, you know what, go somewhere where you can hook in with the leader and trust them. And because you know their heart, you know, that takes time. And I understand that. But, you know, we've got to we've got to learn to trust people because this is how God set things up. He set it up this way. And I, I really want to encourage those of you that are listening that, you know, you may be on the outskirts. You may have been hurt by a, by a pastor. You've gotten disappointed with the body of Christ. But, you know, there's a lot of really good men and women out there serving God. There's a lot of really good people that love God with all their heart that would be happy, you know, to have you come and, and get to know them and find out about their ministry and what God's called them to do. Now, I want to I share another thing with you about this scripture. It says here in verse 17 of Hebrews chapter 13, it says, and submit yourselves. Now, I want to talk to you about that a little bit because that word submit is a really interesting word, you know, in terms of its meaning and, and what it truly means. You see, because when we submit to the local church, that means that we allow our pastor to speak into our lives and to help us in areas in our lives that maybe we don't see or that maybe we need help. Um, the pastor's job is to grow you up, is to encourage you to grow in your Christian life. And, um, you know, there's tension. <laughs> there's going to be tension with this process because, you know, there, your pastor is going to get up and say, okay, we're going to do this outreach and I need people to help with this and people to help with that. And you may not feel like doing it. And you may say, well, I'm busy. Well, I need to do this. Well, I don't want to do that. I'm scared to do that. I don't think I can do that. And you see, um, the pastor's job, the pastor's role is to is to draw you into these things. Now, I, I want to share this with you. Uh, submission is not agreement. I'm going to say it again. When pastor gets up and tells the congregation, we're going to do this, and, and you sit there and you go, oh, that's a great idea. I agree with that. I, yeah, I think we'll do that. That's very good. You know, well, praise the Lord. You know, you agree. But see, submission is when you do something, even when you don't agree. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Submission is when you is when you do something, you yield to your pastor, even though you don't agree with what your pastor is asking you to do. I'm going to give you an example of this in my life, because um, 
when I first started going to the church there in, in, in Lakeland, Florida, you know, I remember my pastor got this, he got this great idea, and I'm being sarcastic, great idea to have Fellowship Sunday. You know, it was on Sunday afternoon, and, uh, you know, I said to my wife, I said, well, you know, he can do all the fellowship and he wants, but this old boy is going home to watch the Cleveland Browns play whomever at one o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Okay, so, you know, you can go there and invite your mama and have a great and a grand old time, but I'm going home watching TV. You know, that was, that was my response to Fellowship Sunday. Well, you know, he kept sharing, you know, my pastor kept sharing about it and why we're going to do it so we can get to know each other and build relationships and then we can, um, you know, meet each other's needs and, and pray for each other. And, you know, my attitude about that was, you know, I didn't want any part of it. You know, I just said, I'm, you know, I may want to go play golf on Sunday afternoon, you know, I, cause I'm, I'm, I'm an avid golfer and I really enjoy the game and, uh, you know, it's like I put in my time on Sunday, you know, doesn't he understand that I got a life? You know, these were, these were my attitudes and this might, you know, who knows, maybe this might be your attitude also, you know, but there were some things I just didn't understand. And so I remember that Sunday came, you know, and I, all the way to church, you know, I was telling my wife, I'm not going, you know, you get yourself a ride from somebody because I'm going home after church. I'm not doing it. You know, and um, I'm not staying. And so uh, my wife, you know, bless her heart. I, I just appreciate Lori so much. And she um, she she said <laughs> after the service over, she said, Randy, she said, would you just try it just this one time? And she said, if you don't want to do it, if you don't want to ever do it again, you don't have to. Just would you do it for me? And see, my wife knows how to deal with me because, you know, she knows I love her and I don't want to disappoint her. And, and so I said, okay, I said, I'll, I'll do it. And so I stayed and, you know, we had some food there and we were eating and, and then there was this one guy sitting over there and, and, um, I didn't know him at all really. And I walked over and man, we began talking and, uh, I'll tell you, you know what happened? (laughs) I just, I, I chuckle, but what happened is I had probably one of the best times that I've ever had in my life where I got to know people that I was just used to staring at the back of their head and I didn't know them and they got to know me and some relationships began to be built, you know, with these people. And I, uh, my goodness, uh, after that Sunday, I told my wife, I said, you know, I said, I, um, I won't miss another one of these. I will never miss. I, I really, really like this. This was fantastic. And uh, this was an idea that the pastor got in prayer. You know, the Holy Spirit was leading him to do this for our church. And it was an opportunity for me to grow. But you can see the tension there, you see, because I didn't want to submit to that. My flesh was screaming to go home and watch it a football, you know. And, and uh, uh, my flesh did not want to yield you know, to my pastor, you know, but I did. And I thank God. And see, I learned that, that my pastor is going to go a direction that oftentimes I will not understand and I will not, I will not agree with. But uh, if I'm submissive to his leadership in my life or her leadership, then I will yield to that. And then I will go in that direction, knowing that my pastor's got my best, my well, he's got uh, my well-being in, 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 in his hands. And so I encourage you, uh, 
man, you know, in terms of finding out the plan of God for your life, one of the things you need to do is you need to find a church, the number one, that preaches the word, the number two, has anointed worship, and number three, gives you an opportunity to get to work. Those three things, because, you know, uh, and there's so many churches, there's so many different kinds of churches. Find the one that God is leading you to go to and then give your, give your whole life to it. You know, sow your life into the local church and just see what happens in your life. Hey, you may end up here in Estonia with, with me and be, and be sitting in uh, Pastor Raymond's living room with us while we're doing some radio. Uh, you just don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but I tell you this, we need to do what the word of God says. And so praise the Lord. I just want to thank you for listening to the broadcast here this week. And uh, we want you to know that we pray for you and we love you. And we just look forward to, 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 to uh, sharing with you again next week here on Energize Radio at WTWB. God bless you. I just want to thank you for listening to Energize Radio right here at WTWB. And we want you to know that uh, if you'd like more information about Energize International, you can find us on the World Wide Web at www.energize.org. We invite your questions and comments about the program, and all you need to do to get a hold of me is simply email directly at randy at energize.org. Now the website again is www.energize.org. And my email address is randy at energize.org. Now, you don't want to miss our next program as we ignite a fire in your heart for the people of the world. This is a unique broadcast. Make sure you tell your friends, your neighbors, you know, even some of your enemies to listen in as we just stir your heart up for the people of the world.